0: What's up everybody? I am Travis St. and I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Guys, CarterComics.com is a proud sponsor of the podcast. If you're the kind of person that likes to collect comic books or you're thinking about starting a comic book collection yourself, well then Carter Comics is the place for you to check out. If you go to cartercomics.club, uh, cartercomics.com
1: It should be cartercomics.club just as a...
0: It should be. I wonder <laughs> if doc, could doc .club be... What the fuck? Okay, first off, what is the dot .com part called?
1: I forget. The extension? Is that Maybe what it's called? The
0: browser extension? Because I know you guys about- used to have... You guys used to have GCL dot ninja. Now was that an option to pick from or you were able to create that?
1: We uh we found it and bought it. Um I will say that uh uh because most websites aren't set up for it, um it ended up actually crashing our whole original website.
0: Like a ninja. Yeah. Dang. Because I always thought it would be kind of cool like if we did like this freaking bat show.
1: Yeah. Or, be...
0: freak, or FreakNet Bat Studios.
1: Yeah, Domain Name Extension. That's what
0: it's called. Domain, okay, yeah, because <clears throat> I don't know, maybe Carter Comics needs to look in the Club, because uh, I don't know if there's many dot Clubs out there. Yeah, probably not. But anyways, back to back to this. I'm going to apologize yes. to you guys right now as we go into this recording. Uh, me, and, me and Joe are talking about something before the recording about my mood uh, that we're going to talk about in this episode. I'm just going to reference it a different way. Because um, I don't even know if I really have anything to lose at this moment. Right. Yeah. I know what you guys are thinking. Oh, Travis, there's so much to live for. I'm not going to kill myself. It's not that, like, nothing <laughs> right. to no. lose kind of thing. It's just a... Uh, Ah, eh, but don't worry. I'm gonna do it in a very uh, uh, secretive way where no one ever understand what I'm fucking saying. Because, uh, yeah, no, I, I fucking Joe, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. Yeah, can you do me a favor. Can you, can you do Audible first? kind of like yeah, i Appreciate it. Yeah. I'm not gonna edit any of this out. I want people to know how how mind fucked I am, so they're anticipating what's gonna be happening here in a little bit.
1: I hear you. Well, today is the first day that I have been okay in like a week, so <laughs> I'm about it uh, in terms of focus and ability to do things, so I'm in. Um, gosh, I can't think of how to start the ad. This free show is also brought to you by audible.com. If you want to uh, uh, read a book without reading a book, if you want to have a fantastic professional tell you a story. The best way to do that is to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Get yourself a free 30-day trial for the Audible program and a credit towards your first audiobook purchase. Uh, it's a great way to uh, read while you're doing other things. You could be doing the dishes. You could be driving to work. You could be taking a bath and listening to a fantastic story or nonfiction work that uh, that teaches you something or uh, just entertains you or or makes you feel good about the world. Um, studies have shown that listening to a book is just as effective for improving your mind as reading with your eyes um, it, it has the same effect on the brain, it lights up the same places, and human beings are narrative creatures we love 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 stories we think about things in terms of stories we 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 tell ourselves stories about ourselves so that we can get up in the morning and, and do the things we need to do to make meaning of our lives. Um, Audible is a great way to experience that um, by listening to great stories and, and learning things from wonderful writers. So go to Go, go right now. Pause, pause the podcast if you have to. Pause it. Mm-hmm. Go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Get yourself a free 30-day trial and your first audiobook from Audible.
0: Do it now. 100. percent I agree with you 100. percent Yeah, go go and uh, sign up for Audible. But do pause the show first because you don't want to try to multitask and miss something. You know, like the yeah. uh, like the fuckery that uh we uh, put ourselves through trying to uh plug things. Yeah. Right. But hey, you know what? The check's clear. So. It's all that matters. <laughs> right? So either they either they listen and they just enjoy our quirkiness, or they don't listen and uh, just send a check. Yep. Either way, I'm okay with it. Anywho, Carter com, is, <laughs> Carter com is the best place for you. No, you're fine, dude. Best place for you to go for all your comic needs, whether you are looking to continue a comic collection or start up a comic collection. Comics dot com has everything from graded comics to raw comics. Um, so I'm new to the entire comic book uh, uh community, well, is whatever you want to call it. And uh, you know, before before Comics dot com and all that other stuff, like I always thought to myself, comic books are just superhero based—Batman, Superman, uh, X Men, Captain America, stuff like that. But there's so many different other comics out there. Um, that, I mean, they cover like, like an array of things like, uh, Ren and Stimpy and Disney and, uh, anti-heroes and shit like that. And, uh, we learned that through our Carter comic pick of the weeks, which what it is, Carter comic says is a ca- comic every single week for us to share with you guys to kind of give you an idea of what they are selling. And, uh, this week's Carter comic pick is, uh, it's called Lady Death, the reckoning number one. It is uh graded at a nine point six It's the naughty variant signed Bri- by Brian polito, and it does come with a certificate of authenticity uh I guess Brian Polito is maybe the the author of the book uh, comic the writer what was a comic book if you write in a comic, are you an author yeah uh, uh
1: there's the writer is the person who usually comes up with the idea. Um, then there's usually the artist who actually draws it, and then sometimes there's an additional person who actually physically writes in the words, and that person can be
0: called the letterer. Well, this guy is Brian Polito, so I don't know who that is, but apparently he signed this comic. Gotcha. Uh, Discover how a beautiful young woman named Hope is transformed into Lady Death, the ravishing seductress. Oh my god, Joe. Seductress? Thank you. Of the netherworld, in this issue, Lady Death recalls her early years as she battles her villainous father, Matthias, a tyrannical, feudal lord who conspires with demons, special guest appearance by evil Ernie. I'm not sure who evil Ernie is, but hey, he makes a special appearance in this comic. Currently available on CarterComics.com dot uh, com on sale now for ninety two ninety nine. I know you're thinking, oh, what? Hey guys, they price these for sale. They don't. They don't. You gotta keep in mind it's a business. And when you're saying like, oh man, I don't want to spend ninety three dollars on a comic. Imagine what the comic is really gonna cost. You know the value that's really there. They do price right. shit to sell, and it is on sale currently. So get out. Go to CarterComics.com Carter com. Fill your card up with all their amazing products. And then when you go to your little shipping page and everything, and they find a little box that says promo or coupon, type in Freaknet, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save yourself 10% on your entire order of Carter Comics. So think about it. The more you spend, the more you will save. It's science. It's math. It's math. It's math. Right. I I know I know good. I know I know good things. Yeah. Codecomic dot com use promo code FreakNet Save ten percent your entire order. Do it now. Uh Joe, three things I want to talk about today. Wait, Chris. Yes. One, two, three, three things. I believe there's three things I want to talk about today. Uh we obviously gotta talk about uh Will Smith and Chris Rock. That's a given. Right. Everyone, everyone's doing it. Why not us? Yep. Um, I want to talk about my mood. We're going to talk about that. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but uh, I want to go into more detail about it. I'm hoping we can find uh, the same path we took before we recorded. I liked where we were going with that, but we might not, but whatever. Um, and I want to talk about, uh, how I firmly have, uh, I firmly believe that your bowels, um. Uh, Fuck with you. Alright. Good. Um oh but before we do any of that, of course, uh we gotta we gotta bring some things freaking back. Some things that are no longer around, uh they need to uh return to us uh with our new season segment of uh bring it freaking back. So uh Joe, I don't remember who went last time. Um so uh I'm gonna let you choose. Do you wanna go first or I could go first? It doesn't really matter. I can go first. And
1: uh part of the reason I want to go first is because I uh I'm only this is another instance where I'm only pretty sure this thing is gone.
0: Excellent. I you know what my my favorite thing about this segment is is I, I like to uh I like to tell you that the thing that you think is gone is actually still here. It's, honestly, it my, it's wonderful. it does my heart good to uh not only uh correct you but uh to also uh kind of uh, you know, you know, give you joy knowing that you thought that something was gone forever. It's actually uh, literally at the uh, gas station. Yeah. So, so yes. uh, uh
1: Growing up, we lived in a, a small town of like 200 people that was right in the middle of two slightly larger towns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so whenever we wanted to fast food, uh, have fast food for like lunch or whatever, it was always a special occasion because you had to drive for it. And uh, so we would go over to the next town over, and um, that town had both a Burger King and a McDonald's. Now, you know me now as a person who uh, is not at all a picky eater.
0: No. no.
1: I'll, I'll eat just about anything. Um, you put jelly on your eggs. Hell Yeah. only when my wife's not looking so i don't make the only the only
0: thing the only thing that you're picky about when you eat is deciding which condiment you want to put on what food for some reason whatsoever
1: yeah i also really only like ketchup with french fries
0: yeah it's like you have a wheel like it's like you take it's like you wait for your wife to leave the house and you pull out this fucking like lazy susan you created and you pull eight (laughs) items out of the fridge Throw them on the lazy susan and then spin that wheel three times and whatever it lands on, that's what you that's fucking eat. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be a YouTube game for us. We're I love gonna, that. I I I do too. We're gonna do that shit. I'm and
1: very into
0: it. Anyways, um, we're called Joe's uh, K- Joe's Kitchen.
1: I'm very into that. Right. Um, but there was a period of time
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I did not like anything from McDonald's, and I wouldn't eat it and because the two restaurants were like right across the street from each other in this town my parents actually accommodated me oh, and nice. so what they would do my my both both little brothers both mom and dad liked mcdonald's enough mm-hmm. so we would go to burger king and we would order their chicken tenders because uh they were like 99 cents for six or something like that yes so i'd get like 3 of those with barbecue sauce and onion rings and, it, and then we'd go over to McDonald's and everyone get whatever they want. And I would eat my Burger King and everyone else would eat their McDonald's. We'd play in the play place. It was great. Well, exactly. nowadays, uh, or, or within the last couple of years, the only uh, fast food restaurant that had chicken that tasted like that, that same chicken tender recipe, uh, Burger King doesn't use it anymore. They use a different recipe. I don't know what it is, but it, it, it doesn't taste right. It's awful. But for about for, – for one shining, glorious moment, for about two years pre-COVID, yes. McDonald's had brought back their buttermilk chicken tenders. They did. And they tasted exactly like I remembered the, the chicken tenders from Burger King when I was little. And so that would be my, like, my guilty pleasure go-to snack. A couple of times a week would be to go to McDonald's and get just mm-hmm. like three tenders and some barbecue sauce and some fries, mm-hmm. uh, which is too often. Uh, you know, as a snack, it's too often. <laughs>
0: but yeah, see, and, and that's the thing, too. It's like, it's like you're thinking like, yeah, I'm going to eat chicken, but it's breaded and fried. And that's where the downfall is. Right. Exactly. Well, and, and what, you're already
1: there. So how hard is it to convince yourself to also add a couple of pies because you still can get them two for a
0: dollar? You know? Well, my my knowledge, because I used to work at McDonald's, as you know, um no matter what you order and no matter how much, it all cancels out if you order a large Diet Coke. That is true. Which I've never done. Mm. I've no, had like so many <laughs> I've had so many people order double quarter pounders with cheese large size with a Diet Coke, thinking That diet Coke is going to protect you (laughs) from the half pound of meat and the large fry you're about to also devour with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, in fairness, dodging the three thousand calories from a regular Coke is probably.
0: Yeah. Oh, one (laughs) hundred percent. Let me let me ask you, Joe. When you got those chicken tenders, what was your go-to sauce?
1: The barbecue sauce.
0: Always the barbecue. Never never tried the buffalo.
1: Uh, I think I tried it. I didn't like. I never liked it as much as the barbecue.
0: But I think it's just uh-huh. I
1: was trying to recreate that moment from childhood. And yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Burger King, they had like the zesty onion ring sauce. They had honey mustard. They had honey, and they had barbecue sauce. And it's that barbecue sauce that tastes like sweet baby rays, but somehow better.
0: See, I'm, i I kind of remember. And, you know, not a think about. I might be getting Burger King and Wendy's mixed up. But I remember it almost having like more of an open pit flavor than it did Sweet Baby Ray's. Oh, maybe. I don't. know. But like I said, anyway. I could be I could be thinking Wendy's. Yeah, could be. No, yeah, that does sound like
1: Wendy's back then. i yeah. I don't know what Wendy's is like now with their barbecue. I don't, I don't. But anyway, I don't, yeah. When COVID hit, and all of the fast food restaurants scaled back their menus because mm-hmm. they. Uh, you, you, uh, there was all the manufacturing issues with food and stuff and, and, you know, farmers slaughtering their chickens yeah. and throwing them away because they couldn't process them. So mm. on and so forth. McDonald's got rid of those chicken tenders, to my knowledge. They still have the nuggets, but they no longer have the tenders. And to my knowledge, they have not brought the tenders back to their menu yet. And I'm See, so I... upset about it because it's the
0: only thing I actually want to eat from McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see I don't think anyone really has like tenders anymore. Yeah. Now I did I did listen on the radio that Arby's just brought back their boneless wings, which uh I will I will argue to the day I die that there's no such thing as a boneless buffalo chicken wing. Uh agree it's, agree fucking, with you. it's a fucking tender. Yeah. I don't you know, it's like I, or I a think nugget. Yeah, I think I think I missed out on an opportunity to go on a date once because somebody said that we should go to, uh, I forgot what restaurant it was, but she said she loves the boneless buffalo wings. And I was like, oh, so you mean the chicken tenders. And she said, well, the buffalo wings. I'm like, there is no such thing as a boneless buffalo wing. You're talking about a chicken tender. It's literally a fucking chicken tender. Um, I didn't say fucking chicken tender, but I'm like, it's literally just a chicken tender. They just want to sell it as a chicken wing so they can add $3 to the fucking price.
1: Right. Um, but, well, yeah. What's crazy now is that they're cheaper than the traditional wings. Yeah. But which oh, makes yeah. sense because they're not made out of wings, so they can be made yeah. out
0: of any part of the chicken if they want. Mm. I really, I like, I haven't done it yet, and I'm trying to be good on like getting the fast food shit lately. Yeah, uh, like Wendy's like family size chicken nugget, which is like fifty fucking nuggets in like a KFC like bucket inside its own little carrier. Yeah, there's a part
1: of me that wants that so badly, and there's a thrust of me is like that would be a yeah. bad decision.
0: See, the thing is, like, I don't want it because it's fifty chicken nuggets. I want it because it's like twelve dollars. Yeah, that's that's the only reason because it's such a fucking deal, and I know that's why right? Wendy does it. It's like, listen, no one wants to eat fifty fucking wings, but no, everyone. I want,
1: I want like twenty.
0: Yeah. But everyone wants to buy 50 fucking wings for $12.
1: Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. Uh, and there is definitely a part of my brain that's like, the, the the part of me that is still a, like 15th century peasant is so <laughs> into the idea of having 50 chicken nuggets. Right. You know, like if I eat all of these, then I'll be able to survive the winter and my children will, will live and exist. <laughs>
0: terrifying thought like you're saying there you're eating 50 wings Mm -hmm. is there going to be a point where you're going to be laying down while eating these wings
1: no i can't do that
0: see i would begin by laying down
1: because i don't
0: think i don't think i'd ever want to sit up and watch it like i remember like when i was when i when when i fucked on my back back in december and, uh, like, I couldn't sit. I couldn't, I couldn't sit up, like, whatsoever. So I had to, like, eat my meals while I, like, kinda laying on my side. Oof. And all I kept thinking in my head is, like, I believe this is how that fucking fat monster from Star Wars got. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm I can make, like- sure,
1: make sure Jabba just... Right. Just like, munching on, like, like, a handful at a time.
0: Right? Like, he, he probably was fit and healthy, and then one day he threw his back out and had to eat his fucking, you know, Jersey Mike's number 99 giant with extra fucking, uh, jalapenos and chipotle mayo. Not saying I'd done it. Um, you know, just laying on his side, watching fucking TV. And then look yep. what happened. Huh? Mm. Well, yeah, no, if I had to eat fucking 50 wings, and the thing is too, it's like, what are you gonna do? you can eat a few, put them in the fridge, and then they get cold, and you gotta try heating them up and dry them out? It, it's a thing. Right, it's a thing. I and I, I and I'll admit this. I'll admit this on the show. And I think I've admitted this before. There have been times where I've ordered so much fucking food from a restaurant that I ordered two drinks, so they didn't know it was just for me. Nice. Yeah, I've done that. I've been that guy. Hopefully not. Hopefully not anymore. Yeah. yeah. But. Chicken tenders are a good one, Joe. I, like I said, and you know what? If they brought the chicken tenders back to McDonald's, it opens up the possibility to bring back snack wraps. Right? Yeah. It's a good one. I like that. Two for one. Fuck yeah. What about you? What are you bringing back this week? Um, well, in order to tell you, I want to read you something. I want you to tell me if you remember what this is. All right. Okay. After being dropped off at Bullworth Academy, Jimmy Hopkins meets the school principal, Dr. Thaddeus Krabosnitch, who urges him to keep his nose clean. He soon befriends senior Gary Smith and freshman Peter Kowalski and begin working with them to try to assert their dominance over Bullworth various cliques. The bullies, the nerds, the preppies, the greasers, and jocks. However, an increasingly paranoid Gary eventually betrays Jimmy and pits him against Russell Northrop, the bully's leader. In an underground fight, Jimmy defeats Russell and forces him to stop picking on his fellow students, earning the bully's respect.
1: It sounds so familiar, but I cannot remember what it is. Cool.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, and you'll probably remember it. So... Rockstar Games is very well known for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, But back in 2006, they released a uh, video game called Bully. I never got to play Bully. I loved that fucking game. And for those of you who don't know what Bully is, well, the plot I just read you, but it was literally Grand Theft Auto, but based in like a private school. Uh, no guns. awesome yeah there was no guns the weapons were like slingshots and spitball like uh, straws and spitwads and stuff like that um yeah and then it's like that you just you ran around you went to the library to read you went to the gym to work out you know st- yeah, you did stuff to kind of like build yourself um and you know you did like tasks and stuff like you know like oh so-and-so stole my whatever can you go get it back from them and you know, stealing like test, like, uh, test answers and shit like that. It was, it, it was a lot of fun because it got you the ability to do the Grand Theft Auto game, but not, you know, I don't know, murdering people, stealing cars, you know, banging hookers. It was kind of more of a child-esque uh, version right. of Grand Theft Auto. Um, and plus you're, you're a hero going up against the bullies and stuff like that. Um, that's nice. So, it was a lot of fun. Uh, they only came out the one. In uh, November 2006, uh the manager, director of research for uh Wedbush Morgan Securities predicted that Bully would not sell well enough over the upcoming holidays to warrant a sequel. However, when his prediction turned out to be untrue, Patrick apologized to Rockstar Games. During the development of Bully Scholarship Edition, Mad Doc Studios was acquired by Rockstar in 2008, renamed Rockstar New England. Um, Two thousand nine Rockstar New England had developed a playable vertical slice blah blah. Uh long story short, this just didn't think it would sell. Um which, uh, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um I wish they would make a sequel, but they they haven't, maybe as of yet. Who knows? It could be a different one, but yep. um as of right now there is no bully two on the horizon, but uh yeah, who knows? They one day that will change. That would be good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I that
1: sounds like a really fun game.
0: It, it it was so it was so much fun, and it was like it was like one of the only two like PlayStation two games I ever played, just because it was so much fucking fun. Um, I actually. Bought uh, Grand Theft Auto Five on uh, my PlayStation for like ten bucks, like a week or so ago, and I've yet to fucking play it. Nice. That's that's sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've just been so busy. Yeah, I hear you. I bought Red Dead Redemption because I, you know, huge into. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I'm huge into uh, westerns, and also it's Grand Theft Auto esque. And I played it for several hours for two nights, and haven't touched it in like a week and a half. I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. I've been
1: making my way through uh, Uncharted Two.
0: Ooh,
1: nice! How's that going? I really like that game. I really like that series. I forgot how much I liked it. I uh, uh, I picked it up when PlayStation was giving it out for free at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, and um, oh, good. yeah. And I, I played the first one, and I, I got so into it that I like I tried to go back and beat it on brutal mode. Uh, can't do it. I, well, I probably could, but it's just I I got to a point where there's there's a, a gunfight that you um, it's it's like a five minute gunfight fight, but if you die, you have to play it over again. And I've been through that gunfight probably forty five times, and so I was just like, I am done, and never picked it up again. And then. Uh, um, I don't know, I've just been wanting something to play lately. And so I, I picked up Uncharted Two. Um and it's been great. I am really enjoying it. So nice. I'm almost done. I think uh I think I've got one or two more
0: chapters left. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, when I was playing uh I can't remember which Assassin's Creed it was, but it was Revolutionary Warrior one, I think three, five? Yeah, I think that's three. Yeah. And uh the very last uh mission I couldn't beat, so I just had Colin do it for me. Nice. Yeah. yeah sometimes not... you just want the story. <laughs> I dude, I fucking loved the Assassin's Creed uh Revolutionary War story. It I just I don't know, huge fan of that shit. They need to make yeah. out like a Civil War one, uh more war ones. I just I like I like the war ones for Assassin's Creed. I but I can't play like Call of Duty and shit like that. That's just yeah. way too fucking much. I hear you. Like, like, I need a story-based fucking like, you know, game. Like, it needs to have a, like, uh, uh, fucking, uh, what the hell? I, Red Dead Redemption. Great fucking story. Right. Nice yeah. fucking story. You yeah. know, so shit like that. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna talk about my sadness, and then we'll talk about Chris Rock and Will Smith. But I want to yeah. spend as much time on me as possible because well, this is this is our show, and we can do that. Mhm. So, uh, to protect people, uh, I'm going to refer to my negative, uh, as, uh, uh, ex-girlfriend. I'm just gonna do it that way. Yeah, makes sense. And I'm going to do my best to describe it. And Joe, I want you to tell me if I described it perfectly or if I need more detail on it. So, uh, seeing this girl, uh, I did everything I could to be a great boyfriend. Uh, and put a lot of work and a lot of time into the relationship. To the point where, uh, I thought we could have moved on to the next level of our relationship. Yeah. Um, and obviously we've, we've talked about it. There's been discussions about it, uh, from both sides that, you know, this, this is what fits. This is what works. And, um, come to find out uh i wasn't the guy i wasn't the right fit um so it's over if you will is that again yeah. that is that it, it, i i kind of nailed it right
1: yeah yeah there's there is some room there for the possibility that there's some miscommunication yeah. uh between the two parties and yeah. so maybe it's not over maybe you are going to the next level but
0: it's so possibility yeah, it's, right like, it's, it just yeah. it just it just it just seems
1: like you know it's probably over. Like you're it, you're mentally yeah. prepared for that. You're
0: emotionally ready for that possibility. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. Like you know, like I and I've talked to I you know, I, I I had a weird conversation with my brother about it, uh, which I rarely ever talked to Nick about anything. We're not really the, you know, uh, the, talking the, about things. Type. Yeah, the sentimental kind of brother stuff. Like we really don't do that shit. But uh, yeah. uh we, we I guess we kind of grew towards that after a while, well, especially with. uh my uh my grandma's fucking uh psychopathic theories on you know, the the idea where it was okay to go around telling everyone in my family that I'm gonna kill myself. Um, I told you about that, right? No. What? Okay, side story. Grandma came to town last year, around November, the end of November.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, you know, I she... To her a couple times on the show. Yeah. Um for some reason she thought or she got in her mind. That because I like sitting at home, because I like keeping to myself, because I wasn't going out as much as I wanted to, uh, that I was sad, I was depressed, and uh, I wanted to kill myself. And she took it upon herself to inform everybody. Oh my god. To the point where I get a text from Sherry and Nick, not to say that they believed it, but to simply ask me, why is grandma telling everybody? Right, that I want to kill myself, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck?" She showed up because she was staying at the house. I said, "Why is everyone asking me why I want to kill myself?" And she told me that she talked to some people about it. I was like, "When you say some people, do you mean fucking everybody?" Because it was right. fucking everybody. Um, but I said her straight, let her know, like I'm not depressed, I'm not sad, you know, right. I'm not, I'm not suicidal. I'm just. Right. I just like you know, I just I, I I grew into this this privacy kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Like I like going out and doing things. I still go out to do things. I went to a wrestling show a couple weekends ago. Uh We're planning to do the cemetery tour thing. I don't mind going out. I don't mind doing things. Sure. It's just not something I want to do all the time now. You know, I'm right. just like, you know, I I, I I'm into my going third. out all the time is a young man's game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like it's I the my teenagers. Year. Yeah. This that's that's for what we call whippersnappers. Yeah. Teenagers
1: you know? and drunks. Those are the people yeah. who need to go out all the yeah. time.
0: People who were born post Y two K. Yeah. That's who goes it out. You know? Like people who weren't alive before NSYNC fucking uh, got together. Yeah. That's who goes out and party. Like I know, like I'm sorry. I was born the year of the Berlin wall collapse. So yeah. I like to kind of just, you know, sit inside and just enjoy myself. You know, it's right. not, it's not a depressing thing. It's not a sad thing. It's just a privacy thing. It's just a, I want time for myself thing. You know, yeah. it's just like I, I, I work a weird fucking job where I spend 12 hours a day, X amount of days a week at the same fucking place doing the same fucking thing. I just want to come home and relax from that. You know, right. it's just.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> go out and navigate fucking social pressures.
0: Yeah, yeah. I you like, know. And I, and also, also, I, also,
1: I'm trying to catch up on my bills from all the time that I was unemployed. Like, I'm not. I don't want to go out and waste my money on 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 you know on a drink. Exactly, and that's the thing uh, too. When I hear you, I'm, I'm on board right? with what you're saying. Yeah.
0: And when I go out, I don't have to get fucking drunk and like fucking goofy anymore. I don't mind just sitting there with a couple friends, having a couple drinks like fucking yeah. adults. You know, yeah. like when I when I wake up with a fucking headache the next morning, I want it to be because there's a cold breeze leaking through my shitty ass windows, not because <laughs> I had too much fucking tequila. Yeah. know? Yeah. It's nice. Anyways. Uh so back back to my sadness. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um there's, yeah, there could be opportunities. Um, but it seems like the writing's on the wall. It seems like this is, this is just how it's going to be. Um, uh, I, I'm upset about it. As I mentioned to you, like, I have so many different emotions going through me, whether it's like, uh, anger, uh, hysterical fucking laughter from the sheer stupidity of it. Uh sadness, uh just aggravation really, because you sit there and you commit so much time to be to someone. Right, yeah. And then just out of the blue, you know, it goes from like, hey, this is going to be a long term, this is this is your time to finally get over the fact that nothing ever goes your way to hey. You're about to be really, really happy. I just want to snatch that fucking away from you. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to, and I know there's a lot of times like when, when things like this happen to people, one of the first things for my opinion, and this is just my opinion to everyone out there. I mean, I could be completely fucking wrong. Um, but in my mind, when shit like this happens, like what's happening to me happens to other people, I think the first thing they like to do is, you know, question like the love of God or yeah. you know, why why shit like this happens to them if you know there's supposed to be someone above us to kind of reach out for us and it's like I mentioned before, you know, that I do believe that God puts challenges into, you know, in front of us to see how strong we really are. But uh for the love of God Jesus, like everyone has a fucking breaking point and I just want one right. thing to fucking work out for me. You know. And I get it, you know, he doesn't get to dictate, you know, how my life moves forward or, you know, what direction my relationships go in. You know, it is, you know, like some of it has to be me. But the thing is, I know I was a great boyfriend. I know I did everything for this girl that I committed so much time and effort and days of exhaustion because of everything that I put into it. Right. Right that it just feels like it wasn't appreciated and it wasn't respected and the idea is that you know in in the mind of her I'm I'm just expendable I'm just another yeah. person to just happen to be there yeah. and it it and that that fucking takes a toll on you you know yeah. it, it it just, it defeats you. And I'm like, I'm honestly tired of being defeated every single fucking day by like literally fucking everything. Like there's never, I can't remember the last time I ever felt to myself that everything in my life is going great and I've sustained that feeling for multiple years. The last time I ever had that feeling was between 2010 And 2011, when I was dating Jenna, you know, Like, like that, that was my happiness. That was, that was the person I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. And then she dumps me over the fucking phone. And I don't know if she listens to this show or not. I swear to God, if she does and you're listening to this, you destroyed my life. Um you really didn't though. No, she didn't show my life. Yeah. She made my life she made my life really great for uh for a year and a half. Uh I don't uh I don't appreciate her breaking my heart. Yeah. Uh I think that uh the shit she was going through could have easily been worked out if she, I don't know, uh didn't listen to other people. Whatever. Right. Um but the fact that uh it, it's been eleven years Since I had a forward motion of continuous happiness. Really fucking sucks. Yeah. Because there was a point after Jenna that I went to work for a company, and I was at that company for four and a half years, and then they fucking fire me because they need to save fucking money. And I go from that company to another company who offer me a job and pay me a certain wage and then all of a sudden they want to add on to my job by giving me two different jobs to do at once and all they do is bump my pay by I don't know 8%, 10%, some shit like that <laughs> with the promise of more that never fucking comes so I have to leave because it's a dead end so I go to another company yeah. and I get to make a little bit more money and it's like steady schedule and I'm happy and then all of a sudden I get laid off from there because of budget cuts and then a fucking pandemic happens, and then I'm off to work for a while, and then all of a sudden I get a new job. It, it, yeah. And through and through that whole time, I mean, there, there was Jenna, and there was Crystal for a couple months. Uh There fucking Melissa, you know, I was, I was Like, like I, I these relationships were a couple months fucking relationships, and. There are other, and I, I'll get a little bit personal here with you guys. I don't care if you judge me because I don't fucking know you people. I mean, I no not know. We get downloads in fucking like, uh I don't know, Somalia. Right. That shit, fucking not. Fucking, uh, That's amazing. Right? The darkest parts of Africa are watching our sh- are or listening to our show on stolen electronics. Nice. All right. Is that right? Pirates? Somalia? Somalian yeah, pirates? Somali pirates Somalia? Somalia? Okay, cool. Just want to double check. Cool. For those of you listening out there in Somalia, um. Thank you for stealing the proper electronics to listen to our show. Yeah, thanks for, thanks uh, for listening to our show. That was yeah. Awesome. Not a whole lot of Canadians, though. I expected more more from Canada. Yeah. Yeah, England we get a lot, and India. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, what was I at?
1: Uh, oh, you were going to get a little personal with us because you don't know anybody.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, so, uh, fuck, I don't remember where I was gonna go with that. It's about, it's about Jenna, it's about Crystal. Yep. Uh, there was Melissa. Oh, yeah. Um there, there were times where, I mean, like, I just hooked up with fucking people. Because in my yeah. mind, it's just like, fuck it, if I can't have a relationship, I might as well have fun fucking doing it. Yeah. You know? Um but that's not me. Not a, you know, that was, a, that was a nice little fucking, like, couple years of my life, but it fucking meant nothing. Yeah. Um, And if she listened to this podcast, I am really sorry for it meant nothing. But, uh, yeah, you should have took that hint when I said, you don't have to sleep over, you can go home. Um, right. But it's just like, it's just like, no matter what I fucking did, there was always something that eventually was going to halt the the, the forward motion of my life. And I'm just so tired of it. Right. You know, it's a it, it, pod the podcast is a perfect example. Like like we always have like these moving forward, you know, pauses, moving forward pauses. There's always something that interferes in our shit. Uh it happens a lot with JFW. You know, I, I started out with me and Dizzle J. Now Dizzle J is nowhere to be found. I had Steve on for a bit. Now he's hiatusine. I got Dally now, but between our work schedules, we can never get fucking together, and it just sucks because we don't know what direction the show's going in or what we're fucking doing. Um, I'm glad that we're kind of being able to keep this freaking show consistent um but there's always something that just fucking interferes in it, and it's like it's not even something that should affect it, but it does right and I just and I, you just get to the point where you think like is it fucking me like is it me? That causes the problems, whether it be relationships or work or fucking podcasts or or bills that need to be paid, you know, diets that need to be fucking controlled. Like, like what is it about me that says, "Hey, this guy needs some bad luck"? Yeah. No, I'm seriously asking. What is it about me? Oh, I don't know. Right now, I'm just—I wasn't I really asking. I was—it was—it was definitely rhetorical. I just—I—I'm I, just tired of it, man. And the thing is, like, I, 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 I pray every day whenever I get angry. Like, like when I, when I got the news today about what was going on, I literally yeah. just, I wanted to just fucking punch something.
1: Yeah. I wanted,
0: I wanted to fucking break something like whether it been fucking a wall to just put my fucking fist through or just whipping something across my fucking room, or just even yelling. Like, I just wanted to just release the fucking anger that I have for this. But instead, I just fucking turned on uh FM and I just listened to fucking music while I was driving.
1: Yeah.
0: And it does help. It, it, it does kind of, like, help me calm and everything, because, like I said, if I was to fucking hurt myself, and then I can't work, well, then I'm not going to make money, and I'm not going to be able to pay bills, and then it's just another fucking, you know, incident so i just i I just wish there was an answer to all of this like is it is it more fucking praying is it actually going to church is it fucking finding someone to bless my fucking house and my life i i, I don't i don't know what else i could do to make this life more tolerable right like I just I don't know Joe I, I I mean oh, okay. I, I I assume you know, I don't know maybe maybe your life is good I don't fucking know um I just uh, I just look around I see people getting fucking married and people having fucking kids and people like having great fucking careers and like half of them don't even fucking deserve it and I know that sounds fucking petty and it sounds yeah. fucking shitty but I mean like come the fuck on now I mean like. Like why, why people who are complete fucking shitbags get to have like the fucking girlfriend and the family and the job, the job that they don't even have to worry about making money because they don't have like really fucking anything to pay for. It's, you know, it's like, it's like, yep. it's like how the fuck did I get into a situation where I'm miserable but shitbags of the fucking world are somehow fucking happy? Like is that, I mean is that a, is that like a is that a karma thing? Like you get into the world we put onto it because I'm fucking miserable. Misery finds me. Is I mean no, like, I don't think so. That. Right? I I don't either. I, I just I think that I mean like I, I know I try to keep a positive outlook the best I fucking can. But but what I have learned in the last three days of my life. Has me questioning anything and everything about what I'm supposed to do moving forward, and, yeah. I, and I've, I've had this talk with coworkers at uh, at my job, and I, I've said it to Nick. I may have said it on this fucking podcast. I don't know because we've done uh, like 200. We're almost said like 250 episodes. Do you know that? Oh yeah, I forgot. Nice. Yeah, actually, it might be over 250. I don't fucking remember. Uh, I could like, I could easily look that up because I'm already losing my train of thought. 246. So this is 247. Um, uh, I told Nick, I told my coworkers, what the fuck did I tell them? I really wish I could keep my train of thought. (laughs) Yeah. It was so fucking good. It was, uh, it was, uh, it might come back to me. Yeah. Um. but I do know I've always said, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I think that that is a very key thing to live by. And that could just be my opinion.
1: No, I, want I think, to think it's
0: the way to go. Yeah, I want <laughs> things to work out, but, I mean, you always I have to.
1: Can't stand people who don't plan for the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very frustrating to meet people who do that. It's just like, well, you know, it's great that things are going well for you now, but the second that they go bad, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm happy yeah. to help, but like, you should know better.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's like Chris Traeger from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, like I just hate how he was so fucking happy all the time.
1: Yeah, he had a weird
0: sadness behind his eyes, though. Oh, he did. He absolutely 100 did. Yeah, but. Adam, I, I just want to share that a little bit. Like I said, I know we talked about it beforehand, but I did want to bring it out onto the uh, podcast because I, I feel that, uh, you know, I, I, I like sharing some of the uh, aspects of our life with the people who listen to our show because I feel that it kind of humanizes us more as, uh, as podcast hosts. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I really wish I could, uh, find that fucking thing I was going to say. But uh, I don't think I'm ever going to fucking find it. Yeah. That'd be okay, though. I don't I'll probably think of it when we're done recording because that's usually how life works. That's how it goes. Yeah. 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 So Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> God, give me some things. The, the, the
1: best moment in the Oscars, basically in history. As far as I'm concerned.
0: Now, the big question for you, Joe stage or real?
1: I think it was real. At first, I thought it was staged, mm-hmm. uh, but then I, I rewatched it a couple of times, and I, I I think that Chris Rock's shock is legitimate.
0: That's where I found it to be real. Like now, yeah. like because you, I mean, you could take the argument both ways in the beginning part of it. He makes a joke. Will Smith is sitting there laughing. All of a sudden, he gets up. Chris Rock puts his hands behind his back, he kinda leans in a little bit, boom gets smacked in the face. Yeah. Um when you look at it from that aspect, it's like, oh they completely fucking staged it. Yeah. But but yeah, when you see like him going forward with it, um it yeah. seems very real. And there was another thing too, like um And I
1: don't and I don't I personally don't think Chris Rock is that good of an actor. No, 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 fuck, no. (laughs) There's a reason he's great in voice roles. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But that was another thing, too, I was kind of curious about, like, because even live recording, like, live shows and stuff like that, they have a delay. Yeah. So couldn't he have, like, you know, not shown the slap, not allowed the F word to be dropped several times? Yeah, you'd think. Right. Well, and that's what all the
1: all the 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 first clips I saw, I, like I said, I didn't watch it live. I I, I got people sending me clips
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that I watched and then I watched some of it on Twitter and stuff and um but the it looked like all of the American broadcasts were uh they cut the audio.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When it was when it was live it showed. Really? Yeah, as far as I know, like when it when it happened, like you saw the slap, you heard it. Oh dang! I didn't know about that. I saw. Yeah. I I, uh,
1: I know like uh, some countries didn't censor it, so like I saw some clips from Australia, and that's why they mm-hmm. were uh, uncensored. Yeah. But
0: well, you know what uh, you, you said yourself. GCR was the one that was watching it live, so I mean you can maybe ask him. I could. Like I said I could be wrong, but yeah. I guess one like the initial live footage. All of it fucking played out. But like people who like was DVRing it and stuff, like that got fucking changed, uh, finding it anywhere online, it's either beeped out or like silenced and shit like that. So I could be completely wrong on how it was censored in, uh, like live. Cause I was at work. I didn't see it. So yeah. Um, let FGCR, let me know. But Let me look
1: at the, uh, I actually, cause the, uh, the audio went out and I was like, did, did the audio go out? So let me, let me see what he said. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Because when I first, uh, yeah, when I first watched it, I thought there was just an issue with the fucking recording that was posted on Twitter. Yeah, that's what
1: I, that's what I thought too. Yeah, but um, I mean, oh I, yeah. He said no. I said is the audio deliberately cutting out? He said no. They, they cut the audio. That wasn't the bit.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that kind of points towards more realism. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of the things where. Oh, excuse me. It's, uh, was it justified? I'll ask you, you're married. Yeah. Justified
1: so, not. I, I hesitate to say that it was fully justice, justified, but I also, I don't think he was wrong to do it, if that makes any sense.
0: Um,
1: and the reason is I've, I've, I've done some research on the whole thing and what I found out is that, uh, uh, they have a, they have a history. Uh, of, of Chris Rock deliberately targeting JaDA um, uh, for jokes and stuff and, and uh, the last time the last big time it happened was in 2016 when the Smiths boycotted the Oscars entirely Chris Rock spent like 25 minutes just making fun of jada, uh, jada. And so my and, and my my imagination what I, I imagine happened because like there's that moment in the audio where uh, off camera will Smith has stood up and and Chris Rock says, oh, come on, that was a nice one. Um, that tells me that, that that Will Smith has warned him not to make fun of his wife.
0: <laughs> I guess um, that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah,
1: and so, like, I, I feel like between the fact that there's a history and also the fact that, like, um, you know, uh, I, I guess recently Jada has come out and talked about, like, how how hard it is to have to deal with her alopecia and like that's the reason her head was shaved and Mm -hmm. chris rock has done uh a documentary about women black women's hair and like how um like culturally like it's it's been such a problem um the way that that people are treated because of their hair um and so it just it feels like like the to me the if there's anybody who's in the wrong in the situation from what i've gathered uh like like to me 100% in the wrong is chris rock um
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there's gray area for everybody else for me you know like I, is there a better time and place to have done that probably yeah. you know um is I, i'm also i've 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 come around like if if he had punched him and knocked him unconscious i would feel differently than the fact that he slapped him like it's it's yeah. one dude who's worth 300 million dollars slapping a dude who's worth 100 million dollars and the only thing that was actually injured was pride. And I'm just yeah. like, at that point, you know, I just like if he killed him, it'd be different. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just it's such a it's such a weird thing that it's like such a problem that we have to talk about. And I'm just like, ah, who cares? No kids should be up by the time that happened.
0: Well now that's that just not all... cool anymore anyway. <laughs> that shit is all over TikTok. Like yeah. It 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 fucking blew up in fucking minutes. I made a TikTok of it. It was awesome. Um yeah. but it's like I, I can agree with you on like, you know, for Will Smith to stand up for uh his wife is an absolute must. Like yeah. especially if there's been a history of these issues with like Chris Rock and and everyone knows that Chris Rock is the kind of comedian who will poke fun at people. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Um I remember the 2016 Oscars. Wasn't a big fan of it, uh, just because it was getting around like that time where it seemed like everything was getting more and more tense between people. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot like, like there were, there were a lot of things like if I was to watch it on like older Oscars, it would like make it more uncomfortable. Like kind of like, it it would be like kind of an uncomfortable situation, but we kind of grew into the more like, you can either accept what's going on in the world and move on, or fucking cancel culture it. Um. So I remember him hosting fucking 2016. I remember us doing the show about him hosting the show in 2016. Yeah, I don't remember it at all, but I believe you. Uh, I, I remember one specific thing, and I don't want to get back into it because we're in a fucking weird ass fucking world right now. Yeah. Um. But I don't think that Will Smith should have slapped him in front of everybody during a live coverage of the Oscars because that's the biggest thing too on that is just the time and place. But go on. Sorry. But but the thing is like, I mean like, yeah, he, he slapped Chris Rock and may have like, you know, affected his ego because he literally just got slapped and stood there, took it. But what's that going to do for Will Smith's image? Right. You know, the thing is like he, he was, he was defending his wife. It doesn't affect her image because she didn't do it. Right, he did. And this dude just won an Oscar, which I mean, there's a possibility he could have it taken away. I which don't think is they – so insane to me, but yeah, I don't think it's will. Just because,
1: like, and I don't, I don't care that you know, have your rules, whatever. What's fucking crazy to me are the people who still have their Oscars even though they're like definitely pedophiles. Mm-hmm. You know, like why? Why is it okay for Woody Allen to sleep with his stepdaughter? Yeah. Uh, when she's underage. But it's not okay for Will Smith to open hand slap another man. Right. That's baffling to
0: me. But anyway, go on. Sorry. I, I agree with you what I'm saying. I think, uh, I think if, cause Chris Rock, uh, as far as everyone knows as of right now, has not pressed charges. He said no. That's why Will Smith isn't arrested. Right. Um. it doesn't seem like there's gonna be any kind of lawsuit thing. So for yeah. those reasons, let him keep the fucking Oscar. If there was if there was an arrest and all this sort other of shit, you could probably make an argument for it. But yeah. regardless of the actions he just took, you know, slapping Chris Rock and all this shit, yeah, he did win the fucking Oscar. He did a pretty good job in the fucking movie. Um, I mean, I know they went out and they apologized. It looks like he apologized to everyone but Chris Rock, which I doubt he'll ever apologize he to Chris Rock. He did eventually apologize to Chris Rock
1: too. There's a, a but directly
0: uh, though, like, did he actually say I'm sorry, Chris? Yeah, he,
1: he sent out a, a letter. There's there's a letter circulating online where he's like, look, what I did was wrong. Violence should never be the answer. I'm, I'm really sorry I did that. Uh, and he specifically apologized to Chris Rock. Took a
0: couple of days, but he did it. I'm going to assume he wrote that letter for one of two reasons. Either A, a publicist told him you really need to fix this shit right now if you ever want to do another fucking movie. Or he got a call from his mother. I.
1: That seems like two likely possibilities, right?
0: Yeah, probably both. Probably the public said, "Listen, you got to write a letter. You're gonna have to apologize. You're gonna have to take blame for it." And Wilf like, "Nah, man, I'm not doing that." And then the mother calls like, "William," He's She's like, "Yes, ma'am." He fucking dead. right. You gotta do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Ma'am. I. Like, you got it. You got it, ma. Like you got it. You know, she's from Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, it was it was interesting to say the least. You did win. Um, Congrats. Yeah, you are are, an Oscar
1: winner. Speaking of Oscar winner. Sorry, it's totally not totally unrelated, but it's somewhat unrelated. Mm -hmm. I saw that Samuel Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson got an Oscar and it was an honorary Oscar. It was like, we just want to honor you for the work you've done. Did I see that right? Have you heard about this?
0: No, what the fuck is
1: that? I don't know. I just it's what I heard. I and uh, I've seen the footage of him. Denzel Washington reads the thing and invites him up, and they hug, and it's a beautiful moment of 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 uh, just dudes supporting each other. And and Samuel L. Jackson gets an Oscar. And from what I understand, it wasn't for any work he did this year. It's not like uh, like you were the best at this or that. It it was literally just an honorary Oscar, from what I understand. And the thing that makes me, the thing that I gotta know about it is, why couldn't they have just done that for Leo all those years that we were worried about why Leo didn't have an Oscar?
0: (laughs) It (laughs) makes a lot of sense. (laughs) It's just weird. If we can do that, why aren't we doing
1: it more often?
0: That, that is fucking insane. I did not hear anything about that. Okay, I
1: wasn't sure. I, 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 like I said, I, this is the most I've ever paid attention to the Oscars in my entire life. I just I I, think, I uh the, and the more I learn about the Oscars, the less I want to pay attention to them. Anyway,
0: but I don't think there was one time where we did say we we're gonna watch along the Oscars. Yeah, that's also on our bucket list.
1: Yeah, I've I know that I've watched sections of the Oscars before live. Yeah, but I just find it so boring.
0: Mm. Oh, you want to hear it's something not, that I found out? Yeah, no, so go on, no, go on. Listen, you know, finish what you're saying. I was just saying, I just
1: think it's boring. There's nothing, there's nothing exciting for me about, like, uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of rich people giving each other awards based on who gave the most money to the judges. It's just,
0: like, it bores me. Hmm. I see that. Yeah. So I found out the other day, because I said the word bucket list. Apparently, the term bucket list did not exist before the movie Bucket List came out. That can't be true.
1: Apparently, it is. I can see where it maybe it didn't become widely used.
0: Apparently, I
1: used the word "bucket list" before the movie came out.
0: Apparently, there's no documentation that shows the word "bucket list" being used anywhere before the movie came out. Fascinating. Mm Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I encourage you to. uh, No, I I believe that there's no
1: documentation. That's just fascinating.
0: Yeah. Also, these Academy Honorary Awards, fucking things. uh they've been around since the twenties, and I've Have never fucking really? heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Hope has one. That's cool. Good for Bob yeah. Hope. Yeah. Good for Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Oh, he has he has several of them. Apparently, he won one in. Uh, think where it is. Walt Disney has one? Shirley Temple has one. Walt Disney has has one for the creation of Mickey Mouse. Then he has another one for Snow White and the Seven Doors. What the fuck? I want an honorary fucking award. Right. Bob Hope in recognition of his unselfish service to the motion picture industry.
1: The award celebrates motion picture achievements that are not covered by existing Academy Awards although prior winners of competitive Academy Awards are not excluded from receiving the honorary award.
0: Huh. Let me look in the 20s, because uh, that's where we live our lives now. Yeah. Samuel Jackson, Elaine May, Liv Allman, all three won the uh, Academy Award. Huh.
1: Huh. Unlike the Special Achievement Award instituted in 1972, Those on whom the Academy confers its honorary award do not have to meet the Academy's eligibility year and deadline requirements. So James Cameron's going to get one one of these years, right, for inventing like 4D? It's got to. (laughs) It's fucking
0: got to. Who the hell is Eli? He's
1: not going to get one for Avatar.
0: It's still, so, I still believe to this day, and I think we talked about this on last year's fucking episode, is like, the Oscars should be voted on by people, not fucking yeah. academies and groups and shit, no. The fucking people who go out and watch the movies, cause if that was the case, I think Marvel would win a lot more fucking uh, awards. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's like, um, it's like gauche to vote for a Marvel film.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Dune. Did Dune win the most this year? Uh,
1: I think so. They actually uh, Dune Dune saved my bracket. I didn't do as well as I wanted to do, but I got like 14 of them correct because of Dune.
0: Well, next year, because I I assume you guys do the same thing over on GeekCast Live. I don't. We,
1: shockingly, I don't think we do.
0: Okay. Well, for next year, uh, when we do it, I'm okay doing the bracket thing. But we're going to have to find a way to not do it with the percentages, because I know that's how you picked your uh, winners. Some of them, yeah. yeah.
1: Except when Dune was available, then I voted for Dune. <laughs> Except when Dune was available. Uh,
0: which one was this? Okay, so, yeah, so 2021, 94th, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um. Yep, Dune won six. Kata won three and then uh the eyes of Tammy Faye won two. Gotcha. So, How's yeah, that? Uh Dune won six of the ten uh, nominations. Power of the dog, nothing.
1: Suck it dogs.
0: Suck it, dogs. Just kidding. <laughs> I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Joe, what are you freaking thinking about?
1: What am I freaking probably Uncharted Two more than yeah. anything? I've just I've I've really been having a good time playing it. I uh I've been I've been trying to just like Just at night, right before bed, just, uh, you know, play a chapter or two and then go to sleep. And it's, it's been a really good time. So,
0: yeah, what about you? What are you thinking about? Uh, realistically, right about now is just my relationship status. Yeah. Just, just dealing with, just dealing with this bullshit. Hopefully, uh, everything gets resolved here shortly. But if it doesn't, then, uh, you know, I just got to accept what it is and move on and, uh, hopefully find, uh, Another one that makes me happy. Yep. Yeah, no one, no one likes a sad travesty. Yep. That's very true. <sighs> uh, guys, make sure you check out our podcast uh, on uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM. Ask your Alexa to play fucking this freaking show. It should pop up. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. Thank you again to our sponsors, CarterComics.com, where you can save 10% on your entire order by using the promo code FREAKNET. Audible.com, by just going to audibletrial.com slash FREAKNET, you'll get a 30-day free trial plus credit to your first book purchase. And, of course, BallWash.com, where you use promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 15% on your entire order of their amazing products. that will get you clean from head to toe from all to pole. Hey, Joe. Yeah. every week go. listeners to catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But, of course, an hour, Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for anybody. So, of course, everyone wants to get more Cartoon Joe so far. Uh, viewers want to find Cartoon Joe. Where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at
1: ViolentPress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live.
0: Excellent. Guys, that's all I got.
1: So, as always, I am Travis T, And I am Cartoon Joe.
0: And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm
1: out.